Hello everybody, welcome back to Discussing Doodles. The podcast where we talk about an animated movie from a different animation studio each week. Before we begin, we just want to say that some spoilers will be ahead. So if you've yet to see this movie and don't want it spoiled, stop listening now. Final disclaimer, when we get excited, we tend to swear. Although we talk about family movies, this isn't a family podcast. You You have have been been warned. Hello. Welcome back to Discussing Doodles. I'm Mark. I'm Luke. How are you today, Luke? (laughs) I'm all right, actually. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, you're surviving. Yeah, just about, you know. Yeah. Eating lots of sausages. Sausages? (laughs) That was such a random thing to pick out about (laughs) my day. It was. So far today, I have eaten some sausages. That's lovely for you. <laughs> that is wonderful. Wow. I think I've actually gone mad. I mean, just gone more mad. Gone more mad. Accurate, but yeah, I don't think anyone can blame you. <laughs> yeah, uh, funny old time, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Just um. So last week we watched Despicable Me too. God, we did. That felt like ages ago. Yeah, I tried very hard to forget it. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> it was rubbish. It wasn't the best, was it? I'm sorry, it was. I didn't Scored, like it. So. What did it score? Forty-three. Forty-three. Yeah, which is the second lowest ever. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> so, Both of our lowest have been in series three. I, know, I was just going to say. So we've we've had like, it's been a really interesting series. I know we're not at the end yet. We still got two these this one and next week's to to score. Mm. Um, but we've had like the first few weeks, we had like really high scorers. Yeah. And we've had like a couple of films that are like 80s, you know, so like yeah. it was a really strong series to start with. I mean, Disney had a bit of a blip. It didn't it. But other than other than that, it was really strong. And then and then in the second half of the series, we've had the two lowest scoring movies ever. I know. <laughs> so it's, it's been madness. very diverse. It has, hasn't it? Which is nice. A bit of variety, yeah. changing yeah. things up a bit. Exactly. Um so yeah, so Despicable Me Too wasn't great. Not the best. Forgetful. No. Forgetful. Yeah. Um and we'll leave Despicable Me now until next time. We have to do it. Why am I, I saying just that? Said, of course I we just will. Yeah, of course we will, Mark. We're not gonna bring number three forward. <laughs> I also realised I just said it's forgetful, but I meant forgettable. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was forgetful because they forgot that Kevin looked a certain way and they made him look a different way. True. Unless they are just all called Kevin. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this week we're talking about uh, Hanna-Barbera's Charlotte's Web. Yeah. um, Which is the 1973 animated version, not the 2006 live action remake. Yeah. Uh, What did you think of it? It's very sweet. It's a very, Mm. very cute film. Um, But... That is about all I can say for it. Does yeah, sense you. I, yeah, I parts of it I enjoyed. Like I, when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, this is cute, isn't it?" Yes, lovely. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then it didn't. It never. It never grabbed me by no. the shirt and pulled me in. Do you know what I mean? No, it it just never went of, beyond cute, did it? No. Um, and uh, yeah, there were elements of it that I really enjoyed. Uh, like, I mean, the animation wasn't great, but I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is which is always a weird one because. You know, there is some, some like, like the Hanna-Barbera stuff, it's cheap 2D animation, but yeah. I kind of love it. I know, it's very, um, 
I guess it is because it's slightly older and maybe maybe cheaper than it makes it look this way. But it does look so old, but in like a nice way. Yeah, there's something yeah. really nostalgic and like vintage about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but no, I I enjoyed it. I I would say probably I enjoyed it the most out of the Hanna Barbera films on a on a surface I level. Will agree with you. I think I definitely yeah. preferred it to Flintstones. What was their first one? Uh, Yogi Bear. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I preferred it to both of those. Yeah, I did for sure. Mm. Um, okay then. So shall we talk about the story? Shall we? <laughs> it um also gave me Annabelle's Wish vibes. I think just with the like a country narrator yes. set on a farm. Yeah, I know, I I know like, exactly what you mean. Yeah. This is very much like our Christmas special. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Charlotte's Web is a 1973 American animated musical drama film. Wow. That's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and it's based on a book, a 1952 children book. <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> a children's book. <laughs> The same a children's name book. that came out in 1952 <laughs> okay. by E.B. White. I don't know what the E or the B stand for. I didn't do that much research. E.B. White. I was shocked to discover that E.B. White was a man. I know. I really pictured cute little old lady. I don't know yeah. if it's because of the B. White, but I pictured like Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> I just think with a lot of those kind of books that are turned into movies like 101 Dalmatians or... Um, Mary Poppins, even yeah. Like you, 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 I don't know why you just expect it to be written by a lady. Like, is that really weird? No, my friend E. B. White and the story of Charlotte's Web, I just thought was written by a woman in the fifties, but yeah. it's not. It's not. It's He's a man. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the basic story is that it focuses on a pig called Wilbur who makes friends with a spider called Charlotte, um, and she sort of has to help him to not be slaughtered. It's actually quite. There's some dark themes in there for a kid's film. Oh, for sure. There's lots of death talk about, you know, talks about death from the get-go, literally when he's born. It's like, yeah, he's a runt. Let's kill him. Let's kill him. Yeah, straight away. I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I suppose it does teach kids something. I do always appreciate bringing... It sounds really dark, but I've said it on the podcast before. I do appreciate bringing death into a kid's film because I think it helps kids understand it. But Your favourite just... genre of animated movies is animated movies that deal with death, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I'm such a miserable person. But um, <laughs> I just think, I mean, this one, it was just a lot. Like I say, from the get-go, let's kill mm. the pig. And <laughs> basically the whole story was like, let's try and kill that pig. And it was all the animals being like, well, I don't want the pig to die. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's quite dark um, in that respect. But the behind the scenes sort of stuff about it all uh, was that in 1967, uh, these animators called John and Faith Hubley. I'm going to say Hubley, not Hubley. Okay. But I could be wrong. Uh, but they were interested in getting the rights to Charlotte's Web. Um, and E.B. White was a fan of the Hubleys and sold the rights to them. But then the Hubleys were financially unable to back the entire project, so they couldn't do it anyway. Good job, Hubleys. Hubleys, your dream died. <laughs> um, so then a couple of years later in 1970, uh, E.B. White had sold the rights to Sagittarius Productions, where this guy called Gene Stitch, Ditch? <laughs> Gene was going to direct Gene. it. Yeah, Gene. Uh, 
and he wanted full control of it and the final say on the character designs and the casting and everything like that. So he was very much in control. Um, and weirdly enough, the producers had told this director that he was not allowed to show any storyboards or plans to E.B. White, which weirds me out. Because I'm like, why are you so secretive mm. and weird about it? They're going to see the film anyway. Yeah, That's no, really bizarre. Um, but the development of the film took place in Prague. Um, this guy called Mirko Hanak was producing the artwork for it, but he died of leukemia in 1971. So they kept having all these setbacks for this film. It wasn't mm. really working until Sagittarius Productions signed a two-picture deal with Hanna-Barbera to be distributed by distributed by Paramount. I can't speak. <laughs> You're okay. I don't know. Last week I was having trouble calling everything fine. <laughs> That's fine. Mighty fine. Oh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just can't talk. I think it's because we're all trapped indoors that I don't actually talk all that much. So now that I have yeah. to, I'm like, oh my God, how? Um, Joe Barbera visited E.B. White and they literally spoke about what parts of the book that they wanted to keep and which parts were subject to discussion and what they were going to change. Um, so basically there are loads of false starts, loads of hiccups, but I feel like once Hanna-Barbera were involved, it seems like the project got going and like really took mm. off. Um, although I say that apparently E.B. White didn't like the film. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah. He came to the premiere and then never watched it again. Never watched it again. And he says, the story was interrupted every few minutes for a jolly song and I don't care much for jolly songs. Oh, yeah. okay. And it sounds, it's very reminiscent to me of um, she called Pierre Travers who wrote Mary Poppins. Yeah. Um, it's just, she didn't like what Disney did with Mary Poppins and I feel like E.B. White is very much of the same vibe. Apparently Disney did want to do Charlotte's Web but E.B. White was like, no way are Disney getting their hands on this because they will ruin it. So basically... It was just the Sherman brothers going around pissing everyone off. Yeah. Every time they wrote songs, <laughs> it was like, oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> but I, th- I think uh, like a nanny that flies around on an umbrella and a pig that makes friends with a spider, they make all right funny musical films. Yeah. Like, yeah. why you got to be so serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these fucking authors thinking their books are like... Yeah. Fucking Shakespeare or something. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> It's about a fucking pig. Yeah, and a, a fucking spider <laughs> writes words in her web. <laughs> yeah, this is what made me, what I was so confused because I was like, why is everyone getting so excited about the fucking pig? Get excited about the spider. The spider who knows how to spell words. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all going, oh, this marvellous pig sitting under this web. Well, he's just fucking there. <laughs> yeah. He didn't write he didn't it, write did he? It. Find the radiant spider instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah charlotte's like an unsung hero she is <laughs> she is so that was all the background <laughs> juice of the film and um but yeah i feel like hannah barbera got the film going yeah and then the actual story itself was like as we mentioned the pig didn't want to die so he made friends with a spider and she wrote words in her web which made people want to see the pig mm. and therefore the pig didn't die but then she died. Yes. And which we we unfortunately found out when we were doing our, our discussing doodles draw off. We did, we spoiled it for ourselves <laughs> just a little bit. Um, um yeah, and then she had she she was making her egg sack, which I hate that term anyway. She was making her egg sack <laughs> throughout the film. And then when she died, Wilbur was like, Oh my god, we need to take her babies back to the farm. And he like carried them in his mouth and yeah. I was like what is happening I feel ill <laughs> and they were, they were born and they like flew away it 
was yes. so bizarre. I felt like I was dreaming by the end of it. Honestly, felt like it was <laughs> yeah. a dream. Like a fever yeah, dream. Yeah, it's like, is this a COVID dream? <laughs> yeah. What is happening? This pig carrying an egg sack in his mouth. I dread to think how like revolting that would be in the live action version. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I have decided that. I don't want to watch it. Oh. For, for a movie that was based on a book, the story wasn't all that strong, was it? I mean, not too much happened. Basically, what we have said was the entire film. Yeah. Like, a pig didn't want to die, a spider wrote some words, everyone freaked out about the pig, and then she died. I guess there was his, his friend, what's she called? What was the, the human girl called? Fern. Fern. Yes. And she had a little little love story with, with the fussy boy. Oh, yeah, what the fuck? Because <laughs> he went away. He went away and then he came back all manly and strong and she wanted him <laughs> in the carousel, in the fucking, what's you call it? Ferris the wheel. The Ferris wheel, yeah. <laughs> forgot all about her pig, didn't she? Yeah. God. What bitch? Hate her. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird one, really, wasn't it? Like, thinking back bizarre. on it, like, I thought it was weird at the time, but when I think back on it, I'm like, whoa, that, that was really weird. I'm just still not over the fucking egg sack in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was a really, really strange bit. I don't know if I'll ever um, get over that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should watch the live action one one day, just for <laughs> that egg sack moment. <laughs> Ew. Egg sack. Gross. Yeah. I dread to think what Charlotte looks like in the live action as well. Have they made, do you reckon she looks like a just a spider? I don't know. It, in... we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to watch it for Because yeah. in this version, obviously, with a, an animated version, like 2D animation, you can make animals look very cute and characteristic yeah. and stuff. But when you try and do like the Lion King, for example, and try and make them look all real, they just look really mm. boring. They do look And boring, I just, yeah. I'm like, is Charlotte just going to look like a legitimate spider that you'd find in the corner of your bedroom? Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, Okay, right. Let's score story. Okay. I think I'm going to give it like a six. Okay. Because it was like, it kept me entertained enough, but yeah. it definitely didn't blow me away. Fine. I, th- I, I think, yeah, I, I agree with you that it was kind of middle ground. Yeah. Um, so I'm, pro- I'm probably going to give it a five, five. I think. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Characters. Characters. Then. Well, obviously, we've got Wilbur and Charlotte, the pig and the spider. Yeah. Charlotte, voiced by Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, and apparently she offered to do it for free. Did she? Yeah, because she, she loved this, the book so much that she offered to voice Charlotte for no money. Wow. Which That's is a queen move. Cute. That is a queen move. Yeah. She that has, is. this is the second time she's popped up in Discussing Doodles, right? Because she was in, yeah, what, um, what was she, in she was Mrs. Claus in Rudolph, wasn't she? Of course she was, yeah. Yeah, and um, Rudolph's mum as well. Yeah, double, double yeah. whammy in that movie. So Debbie Reynolds strikes back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> oh, what a family. Um, and then the other characters we have is uh, the ones I think of note, like we said, Fern, the little girl, who gave me mm-hmm. massive Wendy vibes. I feel like they just copied Wendy from Peter oh. Pan. 100%. Didn't they? One hundred percent, and then just changed her. Yeah, they were like like darker hair, <laughs> different coloured dress. Yeah. But they but... were like, let's just <laughs> nobody draw will Wendy from Peter Pan. It will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure she's not in a nighty. No one will know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then we had Templeton the rat, 
he was yeah. a character. He was a good character. He yeah. probably made me laugh the most, to be fair. Yeah. Um, just his voice alone made me laugh. Um, but they always went, he, I felt <laughs> quite bad for him because he was always the one who had to go out and do shit. They were just like, mm. we're just going to chill here, Templeton. You go and get us some words from like a cereal box. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's Agnes, the goose. She was well sassy. And mm. she had a little baby. What are they called? Goslings? Yes. Called- yeah. Yes. You're right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, just, yes. I was like, are they goslings? I just started thinking of Ryan Gosling. <laughs> and I was like, um, so she had a little gosling called Jeffrey who was like Wilbur's little bestie he was like obsessed with Wilbur yeah. and he was like I'm not leaving this pig's side um, and did you hear about that VHS release um, that shows a deleted scene where Jeffrey's just dropped off at the side of the road and he tries to follow the truck to like catch up to Wilbur but he doesn't reach and he ends up really sad um, and it was cut so in the actual movie, Jeffrey just disappears after the fair. Oh, just... I didn't think of and that. And neither did I until I read about it. And he just he's just not in it from the fair onwards. Poor old Jeffrey. And I think that's really sad. <laughs> Both ways, having the scene where he gets dropped off is sad. And then cutting it and him just disappearing is also really sad. Also Jeffrey sad, Jeffrey just yeah. disappears. I'm kind of glad that scene wasn't in it, actually. I think that would have broken That would have been really, really sad. By the sounds and it would have easily made Jeffrey my favourite character. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Who, who was oh, your favorite? I was going to ask you. Whoa. <laughs> I think it's a toss-up for me between Charlotte and Templeton. You okay? I I think it was probably Templeton, yeah. just because I think he was the most flawed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so therefore, most interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. He was just he had he had personality. Yeah, didn't he? um, but Charlotte was cool. Yeah, yeah, I just think Charlotte drove a lot of it. So a lot of it mm. wouldn't have happened without her. Um, Fern was well annoying. Wilbur was a bit annoying. <laughs> Did you find? Yeah, Wilbur was an Wilbur, idiot. when he like cries and shit, I was like, Wilbur, pull yourself together. It was when he first spoke and, it, and he was a like baby pig. And he had like a full grown man's voice. voice. <laughs> I was so weirded out. Me too. It. it made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so Completely. Wilbur definitely, he looks cute, but I was like, please just don't talk. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> don't talk. Um, but yeah, I like the characters. Um, what, what are you thinking score again, wise? None of them really blew me away. Um, but I feel like they were cute. I feel like they did drive the plot more so than just the mm. plot on its own. Um, so I think I'm going to give them a six as well. Okay, being consistent. Yeah, I think I'll be consistent too, and I'm going to give them. Okie dokie. Middle of the Middle road. Middle of the road where they left Jeffrey. bless him okay animation so obviously like all the Hanna-Barbera movies this is made by a team of television animators predominantly Um, so these are guys that are used to making short episodes for television Mm -hmm. um, and you can see that in the animation it it like I mentioned earlier in the podcast it's all it is very cheap yeah Um, so a way to gauge it, I think, with animation of this age, where there wasn't very many films coming out at this time, um, I would I would say that look at the Disney movie that came out in the same year and look at the difference in quality between the animation. Um, so the Disney movie that came out in 1973 was Robin Hood. Right. Um, which I wouldn't say is the best quality of, of, of Disney's traditional animation. Um, it was during the era where Disney were using their... Um, their sketchy, uh, what's it called? 
photocopy things. So it was like very sketchy looking and stuff, which some people like, some people don't. I like it. Um, I like it too. <laughs> but um, but you can tell, like, if you look at this, and if you look at a still from this and a still from Robin Hood, there is a vast, vast difference in the quality. Yeah. Um, so you can tell it's cheap, but it doesn't mean it's not charming. No, and it really um, is, isn't it? It's very charming and it's got a real kind of... You know you're watching something quite old, but but you also feel kind of weirdly nostalgic about that yeah. too. Um, and a lot of the human designs reminded me of characters in like Scooby Doo or yeah. Um, do you remember the Godzilla and Godzilla yes. Hanna Barbera cartoon that we used to yeah. watch? It reminded me of the humans in that, so it kind of like threw me back to that Godzilla. kind of era. And that's sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's basically what it was. Yes, it? Um, and the animal designs I thought were really they cute were. as well. Um, so I was overall I was quite pleased with the animation it was exactly what I expected it to be yeah. um, and it was fine so um, some little things that I saw I thought were really cute so uh, Joseph Barbera um, gave away framed animated cells to the animators as mementos oh, after this that's movie nice. um, and for the rest of his career um, William Hanna also had framed cells up in his office of this movie particularly this movie so they must have been very proud yes. of it. it must have been a, a point of pride for them because it is the first of only three movies that they ever released uh animated movies that they ever released that were uh, unrelated to their tv properties right um, so charlotte's web heidi's song which i think we'll do next season and once upon a forest Cute. the only three animated movies that hannah barbera released that were just animated movies right um, so in in a way, although this is their third animated movie, in a way it's kind of their Snow White because it's the first time they've gone out and done something. That yes, that isn't a TV show. With, with, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you can see that there's a bit of a bit of pride there. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I don't really have much else to say about the animation. Um, mm. It's exactly what I expected. It was all right. Um, I found it quite charming, so I'm probably going to give it a six. Six, nice. I was thinking seven, so I'm going to give it that. Okay, nice. Because I liked it. Nice. <laughs> nice. <coughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, let's talk about the music. Yes, the soundtrack was composed by the Sherman Brothers. And for those who don't know, I'll reel off a little bit. Mary Poppins, Jungle Book, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Aristocats, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Winnie the Pooh. So kind of right, iconic so- music pieces. Oh, 100%. When I was watching it, though, I wasn't aware that it was Sherman Brothers. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there and there was a song and it was like, someone like, he's a very lovely pig or whatever. <laughs> but I am, I, it was literally just like the tune of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> and I'm like, they're fucking ripping off Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> and I was sitting there fuming. And then there was another song which sounded like, uh, sounded like Spoonful of Sugar. Right. And I was like, Right, well, somebody likes Dick Van Dyke films. <laughs> Not thinking about the Sherman Brothers. No. I can just picture you sat there with your arms crossed, looking angrily at the screen. Oh, I literally was. <laughs> yeah, I literally was. I was getting really angry. I texted you and you were like, yeah, Mark, it's done by the Sherman Brothers. And I was like, oh, oh. I can chill. I'll relax a bit. <laughs> I actually calmed down and I was like, okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you goon. You are. But yeah, it... Why didn't I just you Google it? Have, really? <laughs> you have the means. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was very much the Sherman Brothers, Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang kind of vibe in terms of mm. its like songs. 
Um, the songs yeah. that I've chosen to mention are Zuckerman's Famous Pig, which I think was the one they sang at the fair, but it was also the credit song. Um, yeah, I think that's the one that sounds like I think you're cheap, right. And I think that's sort of, because it's the credit song at the end, I feel like it's kind of become known as the Charlotte's Web theme tune. Yeah. Um, but then I'll shout out. It was like Zuckerman's famous yeah. pig. Like it was literally, it was just, oh, I can't get it out of my head. It was just two bang bang with different <laughs> words. Ripping off their own stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's the songs Chin Up and Deep in the Dark, which were Charlotte's like solos. And they were just nice. Yeah. It's Debbie Reynolds, man. Yeah. Like you want to sing a song if you're in a, if you've got her in a film. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I liked, I liked those. And some of the songs were very nicely animated. Some of them were almost like little montages and things. Yeah. We saw that before in the previous Hanna-Barbera films. That yes. They do like to sort of break the the normality of the piece with a musical Which number. Which E.B. Like e. that. he hates it. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine him, E.B. White and P.L. Travers meeting Honestly. And just bitching about Literally, the Sherman I could picture it so much in my head being like, I don't care much for silly songs. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't mind the songs. I mean, I don't think they're particularly like um, overly memorable or exciting but I think the trouble is when you have things like Mary Poppins, Chitty Bang Bang and Jungle Book in your repertoire you've kind of shot yourself in the foot anyway because chances of mm. topping that is tiny and the fact that I recognised so many sort of yeah. melodies in it makes me think were the Sherman Brothers running out? Yeah, maybe were they get? Were they? It was the well running dry, and they were having to Quite go back possibly. to. to They've done things. their good things, I think. I think they peaked. Yeah. But I, I like, like you said, they were very charming. Yes, songs and, and they, they fit the vibe of the film nicely. Um, yeah, like I was never like, I wasn't taken aback. Like, oh, is this the kind of music we're having? Like when it started, I was like, yeah, this kind of fits it. Yeah, like it yeah. didn't feel wrong. Sure. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say that like they've blown me away or they've stuck in my head or that I'll listen to them again. So no. I don't know. No. I mean, I might, I might play them next to the songs that I think they sound like and just try and figure it out. A bit <laughs> yeah. More. That's just that. your own little private mission. <laughs> That's just my little, yeah. My little thing. <laughs> uh, so how, what are you going to rate uh, it? What you, I was oh going to ask you. Um, I think though, do you know what? It's a Sherman Brothers song. I'm gonna I was thinking seven. the same. Double seven. Double seven. Okay. Let's talk about yes. legacy. Um, <laughs> obviously, Charlotte's Web, I'd always yes. heard of it. But I never thought of this animated film. No. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, that, that wasn't no. where my mind went when, if somebody said Charlotte's Web. Um, but uh, a point that I have is that when uh, it was released on VHS... Become one of the became one of the best selling VHSs of nineteen ninety four. Yes. Um, twenty one years which later. Is like twenty one years later. So you know that's a good. That is, legacy, isn't it? I think. And whenever I saw the two thousand and six live action movie mentioned when I was doing my research, it was always, always, always referred to as the live action remake. Right. Um, which I'd I'd always just assumed it was a live action adaptation yeah. of the book but a lot of people call it a live action remake of this movie. True. So I don't know where we'd really sit with that. Um, but effectively it has a live action. True. Remake. I reckon some inspiration probably is taken from this. I feel like 
when you're going to mm. make a live action film, take like a couple specials ago when we watched Lord of the Rings. Like obviously Peter Jackson was making a live action version of the books, but he definitely referred to that animated film for guidance. Oh, definitely. Um, so I reckon that yeah. these guys probably did the same with this. If you've got that yeah. to look back on, you will. So I reckon we can call it a live action remake. Cool. So they're, they're my points for Legacy. I don't yes. Really have well, there's much a, else. a sequel as well. Yeah, there's there? a direct video sequel called Wilbur's Grand Adventure, Wilbur's Day Out, something like oh, that. I'll have to make sure that we do that. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> I believe so, anyway. I mean, maybe it's not Hanna Barbera. Ah, oh, we'll just chuck it in but for good there measure is a anyway. Sequel about Wilbur. <laughs> I imagine it's quite sad though, because like, obviously Charlotte's dead. Is that what yeah. it's called? So, Charlotte's but... Web. Charlotte's dead. <laughs> Charlotte's dead. <laughs> yeah, but he's got Charlotte's. Oh yeah, they have the weirdest now, names because, like, the one in the middle just had this really Joy... weird like name, but the other two, yeah, was... one was called yeah. Joy. I don't remember. I don't remember either. That's really bad. But I felt like the one in the middle was like, whoa, you think you're from like the Hunger Games or some shit? <laughs> Whereas the other two were just like, I'm Joy. It's really yeah. weird. Um, I just can't go and stop thinking about how weird it is. When I look back on it, I'm like, what actually was going on? Um, but yeah, uh, legacy wise, live action remake, a sequel, and a big selling VHS 21 years after the release, which I think animated films don't really do unless it's Disney. So I think that's quite impressive. No, true. Um, and I think we we normally give films quite a big points for having sequels or remakes. So I feel we like do. it's got something. Yeah, I do too. I think I think it's probably got a better than average legacy. Yeah. I think. I, I, so I think I'm going to give six. it six. I was leaning towards seven, which is weird. I you think go so. with seven? I've given a lot of sevens today. Okay. It's clearly, you have given clearly a lot where of I'm at. Feeling very sevensy. Okay, that just sort of casting my eyes over those scores. They don't look no, bad. No, it's done all right, isn't it? I think. Yeah, we'll see. Do you want to do some maths it. and we'll find out? Um, yeah. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> Sorry, I had to clear my throat for this. It's, it's making it all dramatic. Bit. <laughs> um, so for story, you gave it a six, and I gave mm-hmm. it a five. For characters, you gave it a six, and I gave mm-hmm. it a five. For animation, you gave it a seven and I gave it a okay. six. For music, we both gave it a seven. Ooh. And for legacy, you gave it a seven. I gave it a six. Okay. So that makes Charlotte's Web fall at 62 out of 100. Okay. Which isn't bad, you know. Yeah, that's a good, that's a respectable I mean, score, Flintstones that. was 58 and Yogi Bear was 61. So it is better than those two, which is what we said. We did think that, yeah. So okay. that translates yeah, that's well. Good. Yeah, that's our scoring system being Absolutely. on point. Again. <laughs> yet again. You no, know I do think, yet again, I do think that Yogi Bear is the only one we've got wrong. Do you think it's scored too high? Me too. I do. And when I look back on the list now, it's the only one that just doesn't look in the right I, place. I'm exactly the same. 61 is very generous. Yeah. So I, I think we've we've got it right now. Um, how many films have we done? Hang on, I've got this out. I think we've got it right 46 Whoa. times. And we've got it wrong okay. once. I think that that's good, good odds. odds. I mean, I think Yogi Bear 
in the grand scheme of things, was still early days. I think we've cracked it now. Yeah. Um, maybe even a little bit harsher now. I think we were scared to be harsh to are. start with. Like you throwing that one out last Yeah, I'll take no prisoners now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, yeah, 62. I think that is definitely a good score for Charlotte's yeah. Um And I think it, it that kind of works well. So yes. I'm pleased with that. Well done, Charlotte. Well done, Hannah webs. Barbera. Good job. Um, so next week is the last episode oh of season God. three. And then, uh, as usual, we'll take a short break, have a special, and back with season oh, four. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's Nickelodeon next week, and obviously the last two seasons they've come in they with have. on the last week. <laughs> um, will, they, will they be able I to do it again? So. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, at the moment, uh, Land Before Time is yeah. winning season three. So the the you got to be eighty to to be the winner of season three. I, I don't feel like Jimmy Neutron can do that, but the Rugrats did it two two seasons in a row. I just can't believe it. Season one and two, Nickelodeon. Came yeah, the last I think they the might winner. be dipping slightly with Jimmy Neutron, but yeah. That's why season three has been interesting because it's it, is it has changed things up a bit. We've got new yeah. winners and new losers and all sorts. Sure. Um, so yeah, so Jimmy Neutron, I I do remember Jimmy mm. Neutron, but it's it's not like something that that I loved as much as the Rugrats and therefore yes. you know, watched and I cherished like I did with the Rugrats. Definitely watched it after primary school, I think, on telly. Right. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen a film. I don't think I even knew the movies mm. existed. So it'd be a new experience for sure. And and very weird yeah. diving back into the world because I literally don't think I've watched it since primary school. So no, it'd be very so strange. It'd, it'd be interesting to see how much we remember and how much comes back to us in, in that anything. situation. <laughs> if anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So until then, Luke, where can we At find Luke, you? Read Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Mark, where can we find you? You can find me at actuallymjr on Twitter at actuallymjr underscore two point on Instagram. Uh, search for actuallymjr on Letterboxd and find a nice visual list of all the movies that we've reviewed so far. And make sure that you follow the show at Disc Doodles on Twitter, where we will tweet uh, anything interesting about discussing wow. doodles. <laughs> I was doing so well. <laughs> I see yeah. so well. The final I spoke shit <laughs> right at them the, the last final turn. got you, you tripped, you ate shit. <laughs> Every single You get there time. one day. Yeah. Series <laughs> 10 day. finale, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Well, thank you very much uh, to anybody that's listened this yeah, far. Yeah, you troopers. To, to this podcast. <laughs> Um, absolute legends and we'll uh, we'll see you next week for Nickelodeon week and the Jimmy season Nooch. finale Jimmy <laughs> <Nooch>. <laughs> <laughs> bye have a good time